My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly builder's call. This call is designed to help you move beyond personal sales and into building a business in the insurance industry. On one end of the income spectrum, we've helped a ton of agents make an additional $50,000 a year in override income on top of their sales income. And on the other end of the spectrum, we've helped a number of leaders make in excess of $1 million annually through the development of the override income into a business. And now, on to today's lesson. All right, today's training. Excited about today's training. I've, I'm really excited. Uh, I'm really excited about to be, to be on a plane here so, shortly. I got a lot of work to do on my laptop. I got a lot of trainings popping out in my brain right now. Uh, things that uh, that I want to put out there. I, um, uh, I one of the one of the topics that I want to talk about soon is what what are you saying to yourself when you talk to yourself? Don't act like you don't talk to yourself. Everybody does. Don't like don't act like you don't. Uh, but, uh, what we, what I want to go through is what are you saying? Um, that, uh, that training is coming soon. Um, but, uh, looking over the, the last week or two of conversations that I've had individually, uh, and I figure, uh, I figured that today it was a good time to talk about how to develop persistence, how to develop persistence. <clears throat> persistence is an interesting thing, right? Um, I, I uh, <laughs> the old tortoise and the hare. Uh, that uh, story that we heard all as kids, you know, the, the, the turtle and, and, and the rabbit, you know, they race and, uh, and the rabbit is super quick. Of course, rabbits are way faster than turtles and jumped off to a, to a fast start, got a, got a good lead and then, uh, and then stopped to take a nap because uh, that rabbit was so convinced in its superiority uh, over the turtle that, uh, I mean, no matter how fast the turtle ended up going, surely I can win the race. That's what the rabbit's still thinking. But the rabbit fell fast asleep. The turtle kept on going and finished the race first. One, the turtle beat the rabbit. All of us uh, probably remember that story. Uh, most of us probably remember that story. Some of us don't remember what we had for breakfast. Let's face it. <laughs> I'm one of those. But uh, a lot of us remember that story. And, uh, and I, I want to encourage you that you can be the rabbit, uh, but uh, you need to develop those turtle habits uh, if you've got a fast start with us, nobody's saying that you're going to fall asleep and fail. Um, but uh, what we're looking at is finish and finish strong. Uh, we're right now on the brink of, of completing um, uh, SBM for our, our next promotion with the Alliance and uh, getting that recognition. Uh, well, we've got, we've got this month to knock it out. And we've, we've got to have a little, bit of, um, a little bit of fortitude, a little bit of persistence, a little bit of push through. Uh, you're trying to reach your next level. Uh, you're trying to stretch to that next place that you want to go in your business and in your marriage and in your life, you know, with your kids. Well, have persistence. It's not about what you can get done in one day. It's about what you can get done over a lifetime. Um, you know, that, the saying is Rome wasn't built in a day. Uh, been to Rome and I can attest it, it didn't seem like it was built in a day. It was pretty, pretty awesomely done. So it's about, it's about doing it and doing it right and not stopping, not giving up on the process. Uh, so today I want to talk about how to develop persistence. A lot of people ask me that question. They say, Fitz, how do I motivate myself to get up and make phone calls? And I'm like, man, the way I motivated myself to get up and make phone calls, I had rent due. I said, that's what motivated me. I want to keep my lights on. You know, <laughs> I think what a lot of people are asking is how can I, um, how can I uh, develop persistence? How can I uh, continue uh, even when things are hard? How can I, um, how can I push through what seems hard now to make it easy on the other side? How can I develop persistence? So um, that's where this talk is coming from today. Uh, 
Uh, I do have a resource to refer you to. It is one I refer a lot to, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Uh, this is a cornerstone book as you are trying to uh, improve yourself, improve your life, improve your business. Uh, this is a book uh, that is really important and it is Think and Grow Rich. There is so much, uh, was it Yogi Berra said, you know, 80% of this is half mental. Uh, I think that's roughly the Yogi Berra quote. That's um, a lot of what we do is right here between your ears uh, as, to, as to getting things accomplished. Uh, so this is a book that I encourage reading. This is a Think and Grow Rich. I read Think and Grow Rich once a year. Um, I just, and every time I read it, I get something different from it because since the last time I read it, I've grown, I've improved, I'm different. Uh, and so when I read it, it hits me differently. Because a lot of people ask me, why do you read books, the same books every year? I don't read the same books every year, but there are some books I do read every year. And this is one of them because it continues to improve me. When it stops doing that, I will stop reading it. Uh, but Think and Grow Rich, the teaching I'm covering today is directly from this uh, book. I did not make this content up. I like being very clear. Uh, this is not a book I'm writing, so there's no bibliography in the back to tell you uh, <laughs> all the hell that where I got all my resources from, but I'm clearly stating right now, this is from Napoleon Hill, uh, Think and Grow Rich. How to develop persistence. Napoleon Hill's first point in how to develop persistence is a definite purpose backed by burning desire for its fulfillment. You want to develop persistence, you need to have a definite purpose backed by burning desire for its fulfillment. Now, I, I know the, uh, the old, you know, it seems, it's, it's kind of a funny thing to think about, but, you know, people uh, graduating high school and going traveling the world to find themselves and, you know, <laughs> I, I, I didn't do that, but we didn't have the money for me to travel the world. I, I, I graduated high school and worked all summer and then went to college. Um, <laughs> so a lot of people struggle with a definite purpose backed by a burning desire for its fulfillment. They, they, they struggle with that d definite purpose. I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know why I've been put on earth. I think you're thinking too hard. I think you're trying to make something bigger than it really is. Um, I got a, a good buddy. It's an investment banker. And, and I ask him what motivates him, what drives him? Why does he work like he works? And his answer is always, I don't want to live under a bridge. I didn't want to live under a bridge when I was single. I got married. I didn't want to live under a bridge. I had my first child. I didn't want to live under a bridge. Second child, third child. Still, I don't want to live under a bridge. So I get up in the morning and I work all day because I don't want to live under a bridge. Now, do you think he's going super deep on what his purpose is on this earth? No, his definite purpose is I don't want to live under a bridge. <laughs> now, my friend is way deeper than just that, but I guarantee you that is a definite purpose that drives him. So I'm, I'm giving you the freedom to know that your purpose can be simple. It doesn't have to be deep. You don't have to go to a bunch of um, guru seminars to figure out your purpose. You don't need to take a whole bunch of assessments online. You don't even need to tune into this call today to find out what your definite purpose is. Uh, when I first got started, my definite purpose was to make money. I was talking to a good friend of mine yesterday, uh, last night, uh, and, and he's not in my business, but he is in, uh, in the insurance world. Uh, and, and I was talking to him about uh, what he's doing as far as generating referrals. And he's doing a great job generating referrals. Less and less and less of his business is coming in off of leads. Uh, more and more and more of his business is referral-based. He's almost 100% referral-based now. And I said, dude, you got to tell me, what are your referral systems? He said, see, that's the thing. There's nothing really to teach. I'm willing to do the things that most people aren't willing to do. 
That's how I'm getting referrals. I'm willing to ask people questions that, that most people aren't willing to ask. I'm willing to stick my neck out there. I don't care if I look like an idiot. I don't care if people think I'm a fool. I've got this desire to, and he didn't know I was talking about this today. He said, I've got this thing I'm trying to do and nobody's going to stop me. So I'm willing to do whatever it takes. I said, give me an example. What, what do you mean you're willing to do whatever it takes? He said, I'm willing to stand in the middle of the grocery store and ask everybody that passes by if they have life insurance or if they need life insurance or if they know somebody that has or needs life insurance. I'm, I'm just talking. I get out in the community and I'm talking. There's no big thing to teach. It's not going to take hours. I can't write a book about it. I just go to the mall and I stand there and talk to people about buying life insurance and I'm making sales. And from there, I get more referrals. See, his definite purpose is to sell a lot of insurance and to have as little overhead as possible. He's got a definite purpose backed by a burning desire for its fulfillment. Just that simple. You may have a deeper, like, I want to change the world. Maybe you're, maybe you're, you know, Miss America and your answer is I just want world peace. Okay. Well, your definite purpose is to provide world peace. Well, I'm just telling you, it's, you know, I don't think it's ever going to happen. So you might want to find a different purpose, but if it's deeper than that, that's fine but it can be something super shallow. <laughs> it can be something super simple. Like I just want to eat this month. I just want to make my house payment, my rent payment, keep my lights on. I just, I just want to pay my bills. That can be just that simple. Uh, now, once those bills are getting regularly paid, by the way, you're probably going to want to go deeper. Uh, but, um, but until then, it's a good one. Number two, how to develop persistence. Once you have a definite plan backed by a burning desire for its fulfillment, now you need a, a definite, you had a definite purpose. Now it's having a definite plan expressed in continuous action. Number two, a definite plan expressed in continuous action. I, I can remember working in a textile mill and uh, they, they, the managers there used to have this system of seeing if people were working or not. It was kind of funny. Uh, I heard about it after I left the textile mill. I didn't even know they did it while I was there. I was like, how'd they know? So what they would do is they, you know, these, these, uh, these columns, these load bearing columns in the uh, textile mill, uh, they would line you up with that column and see if you moved or not. I mean, you guys can't see it. I'm, I'm looking out my window right now at this <laughs> light pole that's outside in our parking lot right outside my window. And I'm looking at, if somebody was out there, I, I could just, I could move until I got them lined up with that pole and just watch and see if they move from that position. And I know they're working if they're moving. Does that make sense? So uh, in, in this business, a lot of people tell me that they're moving and, and that they're working. And I go, really? Let's look at your activity. And we look at the activity and this is the column that they're supposed to be moving off of and they're not moving off of that. So there's, no, there's nothing supporting what you're saying. There's no action supporting what you're saying. A lot of people like that and, and I think you have good intentions. But I, I, really do, I really do know that those, some hearing my voice today, you say, I really want, fill in the blank, I want it so bad, I'm willing to chew through nails, and I'm, but, then, but then you look at the action, and there's no action supporting what you said you wanted. Okay, let's go deeper here, and hopefully not super harsh. But that, to me, lacks integrity. When you say, I want this, and I'm going to do everything I can for this. I got this, it's just in my gut fits. It's just, it's a burning desire to, to have this or do this or be this. It's, I've got a definite purpose. And then the actions don't line up with that. That lacks integrity. Integrity is, in, is when your words and your actions line up. So you need to put together a definite plan expressed in continuous action. Some people put together the plan, but then they don't execute. 
Well, you're going to fail if you don't do. You've got to do. It may not always be perfect. It may not always be successful. But if you have a definite purpose, it's expressed in continuous action. It, it's, I want this. I'm doing this, right? <laughs> it's, 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 I want to be there. Then, then you've got to get in your car and go there. I really want to go to California. Where if you're still sitting in Texas, you're not, you don't have a debt. What's your plan, man? And then, and then now, what are you doing to get there? So it's a definite plan expressed in continuous action. How to develop persistence? Number three, a mind closed tightly against all negative and discouraging influences, including negative suggestions of relatives, friends, and acquaintances. A mind closed tightly against all negative and discouraging influences, including negative suggestions of relatives, friends, and acquaintances. This, is, this was a deep one. A mind closed tightly against all negative and discouraging influences. All is a, is a pretty exclusive word, <laughs> right? Like it excludes a lot and in, includes a lot, but there's a definite finite all. <laughs> a mind closed tight. Now, what is all negative and discouraging influences? Well, um, I know a lot of people that don't watch the news at all. I'm one of them. I don't watch, I don't watch the news. Even when there's a storm. I, don't, I mean, it's, man, I may watch five minutes of that. I hardly ever watch SportsCenter anymore, frankly. Um, I just, um, I may catch five minutes of it, you know, randomly. I, I've got this app on my phone for SportsCenter, and it just pops up and will tell me something. I don't have to watch an hour to get that one story. It just popped up on my phone. You know, if I want to know about something, I can Google it. You know, I, can, I can research it, as some people say when they talk about Googling things. Uh, I can research it. I can look it up. I can, um, I can, I can look into it, right? Um, I, but I don't, I don't watch the news. Now, every morning, um, I heard Zig Ziglar say years ago that every day he reads the Bible and reads the newspaper. He wants to know what both sides are up to. And I, I always laughed when he said that. But, you know, a couple of years ago, I thought, hmm. I think it's important to be aware of the world's affairs. I mean, I'm not, um, uh, I'm not, I, I don't want to be absent in the world. I, I want to be aware of it. I don't want to get all wrapped up in every detail. So every morning uh, I read my Bible and I read the Wall Street Journal. Um, and I don't read the Wall Street Journal every single page. I, I read down the, the, the first page that tells me all the little highlights of the, of the, of the paper. And if there's a story that interests me, I may read that story. I go to the opinion page and read some of the opinions but then I'm done. And I don't let that, I don't let any negative that's in a paper because even the wonderful Wall Street Journal has plenty of discouraging things to talk about because uh, the world in general is a discouraging place. <laughs> it can be, right? So I read that for information. I don't then let my emotions get attached to it. Uh, I'm not justifying me reading the paper, but I, I do think it's important that you're aware of the world. I remember a few years ago, a friend was bragging about he, how he had no idea who was running for president. I just I told him off to the side, I said, you're part of the problem, bro. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't even know who's running for president, you're part of the problem we're facing in our nation right now. Uh, you're either not voting or you're voting uneducated. And, and that's, I don't care who you vote for, but you need to know, you need to know, right? Like, so I don't think you need to get wrapped up in what's going on with this president or that ex-president or all that sort of junk. It, it's going to, you've only got so much energy in a day and you don't want that energy to be sucked from you into something that doesn't return anything of value back to you. So if I'm going to spend energy, I'm going to spend energy on something that moves my business forward. 
if I'm going to spend energy, I'm going to spend energy on something that moves my marriage forward, that betters my relationship with my kids. That's how I'm going to spend my energy. I'm not going to spend my energy getting distracted and absorbed by the Republicans said this and the Democrats said this and Supreme Court and these world leaders and terrorists and, ah, yeah, a buddy of mine yesterday said, hey, you know, there's kind of some things going over in France. You're going over there. There's some things going over and over there. I was like, I know. <laughs> so there's things going on everywhere, man. Like there was almost three wrecks on the way, the 10-minute drive to the office this morning. Here's the deal. You've got to, you've got to seal your mind to those negative and discouraging influences. And here's the kicker. A lot of times those negative and discouraging influences are coming from people who mean well relatives, friends, acquaintances. I can't, I can't tell you when, when Heather and I first started this business and we decided to pick up from North Carolina and move to Dallas and start our agency here, I can't tell you how many people who love us dearly told us not to do it. People who love us dearly told us not to do it. Now, of course, they're very supportive. They're proud that we did it. But at the time, they told us not to. Now, what I did was I sealed my mind from that because I knew what I knew. I knew that I knew that I knew that I had to at least try. I knew. And so, and, and, and here's the thing, my relatives, my friends, my acquaintances, they didn't want to see me get hurt. Six months after moving here, my mentor, Andy came to town and uh, took me out to dinner and, and me and Heather and, and said, Hey, I came out here to convince you to move back home. The first time he came out here, he came out here to do some training. He said, I can, I'm, I'm out here to tell you to go back home. You need to go back home. Okay. My mentor, Andy, who now has mentored me for 25 years. I would not be who I am today without this man. Well, 20 years ago, he's telling me, you've got to move back home. He meant well. He meant well. He was trying to protect me. He was trying to save me. He saw me floundering in the ocean and saw me going under, saw me sinking. He didn't think I could maintain the treading of the water. He, he, he did that because he loved me. But I knew what I knew. And I just knew I couldn't give up. I couldn't give in. I had to keep going. So I sealed my mind from that suggestion, from somebody who was extremely close to me. Because I knew what I knew. And I knew that I needed to stay in Dallas. So if you're facing discouragement from friends and family and acquaintances, it's really easy to take what they say. I mean, people that you trust with your life are, are discouraging you. It's because they're trying to protect you. <laughs> you have to decide whether you want to do that or not. It's up to you. You can't blame them one way or the other. It's all on your shoulders but you have to close your mind to the negative and discouraging influences that are out there. Some of it's news, some of it's newspaper, some of it's the internet, social media. Sometimes it's your spouse. I'm not saying close your mind tightly against your spouse. I'm just saying sometimes there's some negative or discouraging influences coming from that direction that you need to seal yourself from. This morning I was leaving the, the, the house. The kids are out of school today and Heather and I are leaving this afternoon to leave the country. Great. So my kids were saying, can you just stay home this morning? No, can't. See that just temporarily, my kids aren't negative or discouraging influence, but for that moment they were. And I said, nope, nope. You stay on the couch. I got to go. People are depending on me. Number four, how to develop persistence. 
Number four, a friendly alliance with one or more persons who will encourage one to follow through with both plan and purpose. A friendly alliance with one or more persons who will encourage one to follow through with both plan and purpose. You need, you need a, a, a group. You need a, a, a team. You need, you need a, a, a circle that surrounds you. My friend yesterday who was warning me about the dangers in France right now, listen, he's part of my risk management team. <laughs> my wife is on that team too, where they're looking ahead and seeing the potential challenges or risks that are there. You know, they call it a pre-mortem uh, in business planning when you are saying, how could this business fail? How, how, if this is going to fail, this idea is going to fail, how's it going to fail? call that a pre-mortem. Well, that, I call that my risk management team. They're, they're looking ahead for me and they're saying, hey, here's some potholes you may see. Uh, my buddy uh, said, here's some people to look out for. He's, he's pretty well uh, versed in the dynamics that are going out there in the world today. And he's just, 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 if you see this, just go the other way. Just, just walk quickly in another direction. You know, I want you to come home. You know, and then he's starting to ask me questions and me and Heather questions about our will and our trust. So <laughs> like we have in place and are your kids okay? I'm like, yeah, our kids are gonna be rich when we die. It, like it, all, it's all good, you know, but you need, <laughs> that's just what's going on today, but you need an alliance around you. I'm not saying the alliance, <laughs> but it does help. I'm saying you need a, a circle. Uh, one or more persons, the more voices you have, the more opportunity you have for confusion. So you want to kind of keep it uh, fairly thin. Um, plus, you know, you really have to vet these people that are giving you advice uh, or um, counsel, right? Like um, I've had people give me marriage advice in the past and I didn't always receive it uh, because I looked at the fruit on their tree and said, eh, maybe the advice they're giving me is a lesson they learned from their, their marriage experience, or maybe uh, their advice is what led to their marriage experience. And I don't know that I want that. Uh, sometimes, you know, so it's, you have to, you have to kind of surround yourself. Now, don't be weird with this. Uh, I've had people come to me and say, will you mentor me? I go, oh my gosh. Oh, that's not how it works. Uh, <laughs> Listen, you can read a book and be mentored, uh, right? You can read somebody that wrote something 200 years ago, uh, and, and be mentored by that. And I think that's fine, but don't be weird about it. Most of the people in my life who are mentors, most of them don't know it. Most of them don't know it because I don't want there to be some sort of weird dynamic between us. I want them to share freely with me and I show them that by being open to what they're saying and not closing off on them and having dialogue with them and helping with their help flesh out ideas or thoughts or or issues that are going on, uh, but they don't necessarily know. Like Heather and I met, had, had uh, lunch yesterday with some friends and our kids were playing. That couple doesn't know that they mentor us in so many ways. They're about our age. It doesn't, it's not an age thing, but they're, they're, they are people who can help us uh, get to where we're going. They understand uh, our definite purpose backed by the burning desire for its fulfillment. They understand our plan and, and they see us, what we're doing in our plan. They, they know that our minds are closed tightly against all negative and discouraging influences. And, and they're there just to facilitate us getting to that next place. You don't need 50 people like that. Um, if I'm not one of those people for you, I'm okay with that. Like, I don't need to be your person. <laughs> I don't need to be your emergency contact on your, on your forms. I don't need that. But if I can help you, I want to. Um, if I can't, I don't want to interfere with your life if I can't help you. Does, does that make sense? So uh, you need a friendly alliance with one or more persons who will encourage one to follow through with both plan and purpose. 
interesting that um, the, the friends and the, the uh, associates I have in my life, the mentors, the coaches that I have in my life, very, 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 very rarely are they actually discouraging me in anything I'm doing, unless it's like, Hey, you're about to walk off a cliff. Like they're not, they don't say you shouldn't, you shouldn't be in the insurance business and you shouldn't hire other people and you shouldn't train agents. They don't, they don't tell me that garbage because they know how business works and they know what I'm doing is legit business. It's not some scam that I've successfully kept going for 20 years. <laughs> right? So that, that, that's who you want around you. The people who are going to encourage you and not discourage you. Now they may temporarily discourage and you can forgive them for that. Seal yourself from that. But if they are consistently discouraging you, they're not part of your friendly alliance that's encouraging you. You need to get away from them. I'm not saying break ties. I'm not saying in relationships and, and ruin uh, that thing that's going on there, but, but just separate yourself from it. It's kind of like with me, I turn off the TV when the news is on. Like I, I just separate myself from it by hitting the power button, separate myself from it by, by hitting decline on the call more often than not, you know, just separate yourself from that. Uh, if that happens, how to develop persistence, those four things, I promise you, it starts with having that definite purpose and then pushing through with that. Stay consistent. You'll get where you want to go. Um, I've seen it happen time and time again. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.